Coach. Good to see you. Um, in terms of Raven's game, how much of the amount that she played had to do with what UConn was doing or not doing in terms of defending her? How much of that was seen? Uh, because this is obviously her season high in points, season high in shots. Um, you know, how much of that was a reaction to what you were seeing in game to keep her in the points? I mean, it, it was all in, in game. Um, I mean, Raven, we know is going to push tempo. Raven, we know is going to pick the ball up. Um, I, I thought she did a phenomenal job on, on Mule in disrupting. Like she wasn't a primary point guard. We had we we wanted somebody else to initiate their offense, just just as some sort of disruption. And then when we got in the half court, she didn't let her touch the ball without her actually feeling her. Um, and then when when Mule doesn't have it. You know, that's the, the country's leader in assist. Um, she can't really make people better if she doesn't really have the ball. And we were hoping by the time the fourth quarter uh, came around that she was just too tired to do some other stuff. She wasn't, but um, that was our whole objective. And she just, she just, we had to have her on the floor because she was that impactful defensively and offensively. Jeremiah. Jeremiah, okay, our local media's here. <laughs> Shout out to your bosses. For, Opening that budget up. Rebuild <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets the two fouls first quarter. Uh, Bree Hall also gets the two fouls. You end up putting in the same lineup for that whole second quarter. Just what did you like about that group and uh, how they were kind of able to attack um, I, mean, I like their aggressiveness. I like the fact that they were um, grinding it out. I mean, so, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but it was just making sure that they didn't get open looks. We want to make sure that Lopez did not get open looks. And you, you, you see, you. You saw what she could do in the fourth quarter, like, you know, very little space. I thought we had some lapses and we didn't switch out and she got some, some. I mean, she wasn't wide, wide open, but enough for her. Um, I just like that group. It, it, they play fast. Um, they were able to play on the fly. They were able to execute what we needed to execute on both sides of the basketball and um, found ourselves back in the basketball game. Uh, you've been talking a lot this year about needing Camila to be dominant. You said it Thursday. What does a dominant Camila Cardoso kind of look like or mean to you? In that moment after she fouled out, you kind of went out on the court to see her. What, can you take us through that moment? Uh, I mean, it, it starts in practice. Like, she, she really has to take it a lot more seriously because, I mean, she is there's, – there's not a whole lot like her. She's mobile. Um, she's efficient. Um, she rebounds the basketball even if it's her, her own misses. Uh, and she, she's a shot blocker, like she's an intimidation factor. And she needs to play that way all the time. Because like I said, um, if, she doesn't, if she doesn't have the performance that she, that she had to, today, we lose the basketball game. Um, if we could play a little bit better, some, other, some of our other players could be a little more efficient, then she's a difference in it not being as close as it, as it is. Yeah, she's not a robot. Like I told you, you're not a robot. You're not a robot. Like you have emotions. Um, I thought it was quick. Considering what's, what what happens out in our game, it was pretty quick. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna beat our players up for um, being who they are. It's a it's a closely it's a tight game. Um, she thought she made a good play on the ball. I mean, she reacted. It wasn't. It was well within the game. Emily, I'm not going to get fined for that, am I? <laughs> 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 Emily, you're at 
Uh, Coach, for some of those younger players, you know, Breezy and Raven, how did you feel like they handled, you know, just kind of the intensity of this rivalry and, and this environment that you guys were in tonight? The, you know, the younger players handled it well. Like, I, you know, it was, you know, I, I sometimes after, after the, you know, decompressing and debriefing on the game, you know, there were probably times in which we could have played Breezy a little bit more. Um, but I chose to go with our experienced players. Um, I thought Raven just handled handled the the situation well. Like she she really doesn't get too high with the highs or low with the low. She just plays like there isn't, you know. She just wants to win. She plays like a winner. Hi, Don. Um, what sorts of takeaways do you want your team to have from a game like this that can help you all towards your ultimate goals for April? Yeah, I mean, this this was a national championship-like game. So I want us to feel what it takes in order for us to do this, you know, to do it um, in the first round, the second round, Sweet 16, Elite Eight. It's, it's going to take this kind of effort and um, attention to detail. And, you know, the the crowd may not be in our favor, but it, it we have to lock in. And, and I... And I, and I hope, I know we got enough in the locker room that really understands what it takes. I hope our younger players really um, take in being in this environment. And they may not play, but you, you got to feel it. And you got to go through it. You got to see it. And then it, it possibly could help you practice a little bit better. Hi, Dawn. We talked so much about your depth, which really shined through in a lot of different players today. But of course, it came back statistically and in the, the second half in particular to Aaliyah. Can you just speak to kind of her arc in today's game, what she means to your team Aaliyah. in general? To Aaliyah, yeah. Oh, and just, you know, how, how she kind of came on so much stronger in today's game and really just means to your yeah. team on a national level. It came back to her. <clears throat> I mean, Aaliyah is, um, she's, she's just relentless. She, she plays relentlessly. Um, and although, you know, she had a subpar as far as statistics where she didn't get a field goal, um, she impacted the game. Like, you're, they're scheming. They're scheming to defend her in a certain way, whether they, they bring the double, you know, whether they bring the, you know, triple, um, whether they, you know, single cover her. She's got to see, she's got to see it all. She does a great job at reading it. Um, and she doesn't get flustered. Like she knew, she knew she didn't play um, statistically up to her standard. So what does she do? Raise her standard. That's her. That's her. Win, lose, or draw. Good, bad, first half or not, she's going to continue to play. There's nobody that pursues the basketball more uh, than her. Nobody that wants to win more than her. And I mean, she backs it up. Did, uh Don, did you even need to say anything to her at halftime, or you just by by this point, that's all it comes from within. I, I don't I don't need to say anything, but I do say something because I I want to let her know that I told her and Zion, you guys don't have a basket like a field goal. Don't worry about that. Don't bring that into the second half. Like just be who you are. It it'll fall. You're not taking bad shots. And when you don't take bad shots, good shots are going to find their way in the basket. And that's what, that's what happened. Or, or sometimes you're going to have to just go get a bucket, no matter what that looks like, through fouling, through just got to go get a bucket. And, and she did that through offensive rebounding first. And then we got her the ball. Um, we got her the ball where she was 
mainly single covered, at least for the catch, and then she can work through whatever they, they throw at her. And did, um, uh, at, at the end of the first quarter, I mean, you guys look like you kind of picked things up defensively in the second quarter. I mean, mm -hmm. was what happened, what'd you say in the huddle? I said it's a 40-minute game, you know, and, you know, I know the storyline has been, you know, they don't have a whole lot of depth. Um, so thank you. I just said that, you know, we just have to keep – we got depth. We got, we got players that, you know, can play a lot of minutes. If they can't, then we'll, we'll bring somebody else in. Like, we utilize our depth. We utilize our size. Um, we utilize our ability to, to keep pressure on them. Although they, they, played, a, they played a great game. They, it was a great game for college women's basketball um, because we just were – we were back and forth. It was a 12-point game, and it ended up being a one-possession game, you know, at, at at the end of the fourth quarter. And and I I just really think our depth paid off. All right, we're gonna go to Doug, and then we'll take two more in the back, and then we gotta go. <laughs> What's up, Doug? Hey, Don. Nice sweatshirt. Thank Good you. luck next weekend. Thank you. Um, it's this time of year people start talking Player of the Year, national, and mm -hmm. and Aaliyah. I mean, every big game seems to have a great game in the Stanford game. And then tonight, or today, I should say, fourth quarter had 12 straight points for you. You were running things for her. She said she credited you for making those calls. But just what is it about a big game that she seems to step up and do what you guys need to get the wins? I mean, Ali only wants to win. Like, she doesn't, you know, she she, she doesn't get flustered. You know, she she just plays. She, she's such a highly intelligent player. Like. I think her, her intellect is off the charts. Her IQ is off the charts. Um, she sees it, and she can actually do it. Some players can see it, but can't execute it. They see it. They can, they can tell you everything that's supposed to happen, but they can't get there. I mean, she sees it. I mean, I, I listen to her in practice, and she is telling our younger players what to do, where to go, on the sideline. Like, and I try to tell our young players, like, are you listening to what she's saying? Like, are you ever going to be able to do that for a younger player? Because she's locked in. Like, she studies it. It's, 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 her, it's her lifestyle. This is what she wants to do. She's always wanted to be great. And she works at it. Like, she, she works at it. But she rises to the top in, in big games because she wants to win. And she's got to she, – she, considers herself to have a high standard of playing and performing and executing, and she doesn't let herself off the hook ever, no matter what's happening out there. All right, we're going to take the last two to the back bathroom. Don, we talked Friday after practice about how important and how difficult it is to get this win in Connecticut, and that's kind of a, a monkey off your back, milestone, wherever you want to put it. How do you characterize it? And it's evident why it's so difficult to do, but how important is that? in this program's journey? I mean, it's, I mean, it's in the whole grand scheme of things, it's really not important. Um, but, you know, for your psyche, like for us, you know, to, to, to win this game, when we've beat UConn in the regular season, great things happen in the postseason. So this is our only opportunity for us to play. Um, and it, you, you got to have some success. You got to feel some success or else that's, you, you play them again and you've lost that game, it, it, it does give you a little bit of doubt that you can't beat them. Um, so it was good for our players. I'm, I'm happy for our, you know, Elias class who have done 
incredible things, um, historical things against UConn. Um, and this is one of the things that we hadn't been able to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad for them. Like, it, it's, it's completed when it comes to playing UConn. And that's because they, they're the standard. They're the standard of, of college women's basketball. And when you're able to have this, this type of success that we've had, our class, that class, it, it's always a great, incredible thing that you, you, share, with your, you share with your family members. And you, you, you certainly put it on your resume because there are a lot of people that, that can't do it. Thanks. Hi, uh, Unqua Sonia, Channel 3 here in Hartford. Um, I'm curious with your history in the game, what's it like to have not just this program, but to play the standard, as you say, to have it take center stage in front of a national audience and, and have it be the game that it, you know, it's become? Uh, it's great, you know. You know, a lot of people say, why do you, you know, why do you, why do you play this game? You know, um, you're right in the middle of your conference schedule. We got a tough league that we play in. I. I play it because I, I want our players to play on the, the biggest stage always, like always. Win, lose, or draw, we, we, have, to, we have to participate in these experiences to, to measure ourselves, to be great. Um, and, I mean, wh why wouldn't you want to play in a national televised sold-out game when you have, you have people who say people don't, don't watch women's basketball, they don't come to women's basketball. Well, you know, I saw StubHub. You know, seven hundred dollars for this ticket to get in the game today. That's, you know, I, I I don't I don't I don't really buy tickets, but that's comparable. <laughs> that's comparable to I don't probably not Super Bowl, but I mean, I mean we are, we are marketable. We are we are a value sport, um, and once people start treating us like that. Um, you're going to see us be a uh, multi-hundred millionaire sport because I do think we're, you know, we got the product, we got the coaches, we got the players, um, we got the fans. So we have, we have it all. So let us loose.